Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. For many years, the Neve Aina worked as a ferry between the Aran Islands and the mainland. Now it's abandoned in the Dublin docks and starting to list badly. The artist Nathan Wheeler has done some research into its past and would like it to have a future too. Afternoon, Nathan. Hi, Sean. Thank you so much for having me on. Uh, so tell us something about the history of the Neve Aina. When did it start operating? So it's actually got a beautiful history. This boat goes all the way back to the Dublin Liffey docks back in 1956. It was originally commissioned by the CIE to replace the Dunangus for the Aran Island ferry route. So once it was finished in 1958, it was commissioned then to work from 1960s all the way up to the 1980s. So this would have been the main ship that the islanders would have used to connect themselves to the mainland. You would have had tourists, supplies, all sorts of moving back and forth between the island. The ship itself was the landline between, it was the connection between the islands and the mainland. Mm. So unfortunately, in 1989, it was retired. That was the end of its its functional life. And the idea was, is that potentially it could have been a museum ship down in Galway. There was a couple of parliamentary questions. There was a couple of ideas thrown around. But eventually it was acquired by the Irish Nautical Trust and it was brought up to Dublin. And the idea was, is that potentially there might have been a maritime quarter where the ship would be the main point and we'd be talking all about the shipyards and the Irish history on the water. Uh, Unfortunately, that didn't really happen. It didn't really come to pass. The ship was used as a shop for numerous years. An awful lot of people would have remembered it as a surf shop on the Keys. In 1996, funnily enough, it was used in the Michael Collins movie where Mm -hmm. where Liam Neeson and that are going back and forth to the UK. You would have seen that ship. That was actually the Navena. So all the way up to that point, it was used as a shop. And then in 2013, Waterways Ireland did a hull inspection and it was kind of decided that, look, it it was in a bit of a bad state back then. And the idea was that it would be scrapped. And then the Navena Trust started a campaign. There was a huge amount of uh, intrigue. An awful lot of people got involved. And essentially, there was a stay of 16 weeks on scrapping it. So they decided, you know what, we're going to sit and have a think about this. Maybe we can do something with the ship. And eventually, it was moved down to where it currently is, which is a graving dock down by Grand Canal. So if you're ever looking out board gosh, you can see it just across the water. And it's sitting there. And it's it was listing before. And now it's very much on its side. Um, but when they put it in there, it needed a huge amount of construction work because it it wouldn't fit. So they were trying to get it off the keys and it was a whole job getting it in there. Hmm. And eventually it went in. It eventually went in. And then next year it was bought by a company and they decided that they would turn it into a hotel and bar and it was going to be a great project because they'd done this on a number of other uh, ships and barges across the country. It was going to be amazing. But unfortunately, up to the modern day, nothing happened. The plans fell through And unfortunately, as of this weekend, the whole ship has started taking on water. It's listing very, very badly. And essentially, it looks like there isn't much hope left for. God, that's a shame. And and, and a particular shame, given that, as as you described there, so many people had plans for it. But for some inexplicable reason, none of them came to fruition. It's, It's very sad. And I think it's... 
I'm hearing so many different memories of people talking about her and she seems to be in her death throes now, which is terrible. But so many people have memories of traveling on her, of jumping off her, even when she was down there in the graving dock or shopping in her when she was a shop or even working on her. And yeah, you're right. There's been so many plans and ideas. And unfortunately, this is a, a bigger issue in Ireland is that there are so many ideas and plans. And unfortunately, many of them don't actually come true and we're left with in this case, a ship that's taking on water and it doesn't matter about any plans now, those, that time is, is pretty much gone. Mm. And there, there, there are, as I understand, there are, you know, relations of people who worked on the Navena as well, still living on the Aran Islands. Yeah, I've spoken. So what happened to me originally is I got involved in this project to document the history of it. In my, in my spare time as an artist, I do an awful lot of work documenting the history of derelict uh, buildings. And in this case, I was documenting a ship and I spoke to CIE and I spoke to the Navena Trust and numerous other organizations trying to find the blueprints. And I found family members and I found crew members and people who traveled up and back that have the most incredible memories on this ship because it was really their lifeline to the mainland. They mm. would have come over to the Aran Islands to learn us Gaelica to travel around maybe on their honeymoon to be part of an Ireland that many of us don't remember many people my age don't remember and it's just it's terribly sad to see it in such a poor poor condition yeah who owns it uh, as far as I'm aware, uh, the Irish Ship and Barge Fabrication Company own it. Uh, that's the last I've heard on on my research. Um, that's my that's my understanding is they own it. Waterways Ireland have claimed no ownership over it. They've said, listen, um, it's not nothing to do with us. Um, that was reported today. So the, the, that company essentially owns it. And I, I'd be, I'm, I'm kind of a, don't, I'm kind of under, trying to understand what they're going to do with it next because I'd imagine a salvage operation on that ship is going to be very time consuming. Yeah. Uh, or if it's not uh, too late uh, altogether. You, you, and you said, Nathan, that this is part of a wider, a wider project you were doing on derelict buildings. Stupid question, but how many derelict buildings are there? Well, from my work and from talking to people across the country, and I think according to the census, there's about 170,000 vacant buildings across wow. the country at last count. And um, that number fluctuates. Uh, there's an awful lot of people who are renovating buildings. And then there's an awful lot more that are further and further and further into dereliction. And this is a really a national problem. We're only seeing it and talking about it really now because there's some really good examples. The Navena is a perfect example of a ship that had so much promise and unfortunately, it got worse and worse and worse. And it's a widespread issue that's facing the country where we have a serious homelessness crisis and we're struggling to build homes. But at the same time, we have hundreds of thousands of buildings empty and there's plans, but sure, there's always plans. We, mm. we need kind of concrete solutions to these problems. Yeah. And... I suppose it's hard to generalise because there might be, oh, you know, they don't know who owns it or there might be some sort of legal problem. Are there buildings out there that you suspect are deliberately derelict? I think for me, there are so many different reasons why houses are derelict. There's an awful lot of cases where buildings are caught up in probate for many, many years. There's cases where I would assume there is land speculation, where it's just not profitable or economical to do anything with the building. There's the problem that a huge amount of our buildings are, in fact, protected by law, which is great, 
but they're protected by law in such a way that to do anything with them nearly becomes uneconomical. So we're protecting sometimes buildings that unless the state get involved and really help, it's not economical to do much with them. And mm. that's kind of where we're faced as a society, where there's so many interconnected reasons for dereliction that unless there's a concerted effort to address it at its root and branch, I don't see it really being solved anytime soon. Nathan, thanks a million for uh, speaking with us today. That was uh, the artist Nathan Wheeler there. Uh, I see one texter say, went to the Gaeltacht on, uh, on Inishir in the 70s. Uh, we went to the Naveena and uh, transferred into Curraghs for the last part of the journey. It was terrifying. At the same time, cool, uh, I would have thought. Uh, such a pity to hear the story of the Naveena. Wouldn't it make a useful accommodation for refugees or asylum seekers? Uh, says Frank. Well, not now, because as Nathan was saying there, it's listing very badly and... Uh, I think it's from the sounds of it, it sounds like the hull is all but gone. So uh, sadly, uh, the chances of that being reclaimed are very, very thin, I would have thought. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2 pm on News Talk.